Hi friends, my name is Tracy and I'm so glad you joined us for this episode of the Abundant Living Podcast. This is your podcast where you can discover how to better serve Christ, create great friendships with like-minded ladies, and live a more abundant Christian life. Before we dive in, remember you can find podcasts like this and so much more on our website at christianladiesfellowship.com. While learning more about this unique ministry, you can also read articles, find resources like books and music, sign up to get helpful devotions delivered right to your inbox, and click the link to join the conversation in our Facebook group. Thank you for joining me today for episode number 42 of the Abundant Living Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Burns. There's something so refreshing about new beginnings. As a kid, I loved getting all new school supplies at the beginning of the school year. All those pens and pencils were brand new and all the folders and the notebooks looked pristine. It was that feeling of starting fresh with a clean slate. And that is how I feel about our new season season two of this podcast. While I loved season one, the growth, the episodes, the interesting interviews, and seeing God bless it so much when comparing the beginning to the end of season one, I still have that feeling of, ah, with this new season. If you haven't listened to our most recent episode, you can do so in your podcasting app. I know some listeners do what I call cluster listen, where they'll wait and listen to three or four episodes back to back. Bless you, because that is a whole lot of me in one sitting. When I had my house cleaning business, I had a few podcasts that I listened to, and I did this exact same thing. I'd even go back sometimes and re-listen to some of the episodes so that I could ponder that idea over again. So I guess it's not too uncommon. As always, share this podcast with a friend, a lady at church, a family member, or anyone that you think can be helped through this ministry. Just this week, I was discussing really big things coming up this year for our church and other ministries with my pastor, and he seemed really excited when I told him how much this podcast has grown in just the last eight months. In the last episode, I mentioned a Sunday school curriculum we did at my church that was somewhat based on the life of Moses. I actually told you the wrong title when I told you about the study guide that it was turned into that you can get from Brian Publications. While the one I told you called Faith in Action is a great study guide, the name of the one about Moses is called Possess the Land. I did link both of those study guides in last week's show notes, so if you're interested, you can check them out from the link over there. Last episode, I gave you five ways to grow spiritually this year. Today, I want to give you some tips on how to grow as a person We've all heard that phrase, there's always room for improvement. I'm sure if you look back to where you were, let's just say five years ago, you can see how much you've changed and grown since then, hopefully in the right direction. It's easy to get complacent and say to ourselves and even to others, while this is just who I am, and while you will have certain personality traits that define you, there's always room for improvement. For instance, I love to socialize with people. It's definitely who I am, But I must evaluate that personality trait every now and then and then think to myself, am I exuding Philippians 4.8 when I fellowship? I'll never stop being the girl who loves to talk to people, but I can be honing that to make sure it's being used for the right reasons for the Lord. So here are a few quick ideas to help you grow as a person, as a Christian lady this year, so you can be a better wife, mother, church member, and friend. 
Number one, be curious and willing to learn. Now, I know I have shared on here that I am a reader. However, because I have a very busy life at the moment, most of the books I read are audiobooks. I just find it easier to download them from the library and listen while I do all my other stuff. There's no way I would be able to sit down and read 52 books in a year. But last year I did it because I listened to the bulk of it. Kind of like how you're listening to this podcast right now. See, you're already one step ahead in listening and learning. Curious people are interesting people. Do you ever think, oh, I'm so boring. I've heard a few ladies say that they think they're boring company. But honestly, if you're always finding ways to learn, you're far from boring in my book. My friend Abigail is so well-read. She's one of those people who have an insatiable desire to learn. And she's read all the classics. She knows history inside and out. And when I sit down to talk to her, I always feel like I learned something from her because she's so smart. Find something you're interested in and just learn about it. There's no excuses these days with YouTube and all the resources available through technology if you're willing to seek it out. I learned how to record, edit, and produce this podcast through the internet in how-to videos and lots of Googling. I'm no tech wizard by any form of the word, but I was curious enough to go figure it out. For six years of my schooling, I was homeschooled. It was off and on depending on where we were and if a Christian school was available, but my mom turned me and my brother into very curious people. When we lived in Indiana for a short time, we took field trip days to go see Abraham Lincoln's childhood home and where he was buried. We went and looked at Civil War battlefields and Laura Ingalls Wilder's house and explored museums in Chicago and many other historical places all around the Midwest. My mom planted seeds of curiosity in both my brother and I and a desire to learn. Write down three things you'd like to learn more about or become better at or skills you'd like to acquire. Now, if you wrote down welding, I don't really think that's safe to learn on YouTube. <laughs> Anyways, now set aside time each week, even if it's just an hour to focus on one or all of these things. You can watch videos, take classes online, join forums, talk to people with that skill, ask for other resources. There is no end to ways you can learn. I promise this will definitely help you to grow as a person. Number two, don't be a complainer. Okay, I better tread carefully here, shouldn't I? We've all met that person, you know, the one who takes a normal conversation and turns it into something negative. The world is filled with complainers. They complain about politics, finances, education options, their health or health care, their neighbors or family, their friends, their church, and even their pastor. And I know you know this. No one likes to be around them. Most of the time, they end up being rather lonely. Those glass half-empty people are depressing to talk to and to be in the company of. Determine to be positive. Always have something nice to say about whatever the topic is, even if you're thinking something negative. Being negative is a chosen mindset. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You'll never be positive verbally if you're always negative in your thought life. It takes self-discipline to make yourself think positive. But when you do, you become the glass half full person. When everyone is complaining, be the one who says something nice or positive. Just like complaining people end up rather lonely. When you're positive, you'll end up attracting more positive people. There's a saying, you attract what you are, not what you want. Negative people always want to build their down in the mouth army. There's a saying that goes, misery loves company. Have you ever noticed that the negative drama is always recruiting 
They're always looking for those to hear their gossip so they can get more people on their negativity team. The mean girls always have to share what they know so others will come to their side. Don't give in to the negative Nellies. Shut them down, change the subject, end the conversation. And if it's through technology, don't be afraid to hang up, delete, block, mute, whatever it takes to shut out this negative mindset. I even had those who have cared deeply for who I had to mute on social media because that negative humanistic mindset is unhealthy to allow in my life. I'm not their counselor or their pastor, so all I can do is pray for them, but I still have to protect my own heart and mind. The devil does not care if they're serving God or even saying they're in the middle of God's will. In fact, he's going to work overtime to distract them and ultimately to damage them with negativity. And if he can affect them, he's certainly going to try to use what he's done to them to get to you too. Be careful about allowing the negative people to influence you, even when they might be family or friends. Phew. Okay. We made it past the controversial one. Next, number three, be fiscally wise. I don't want to spend a ton of time here, but it needs to be said. Live on a budget. Whether you pool your finances or you have separate accounts, that's counsel for another day with another person, not me. But if God has blessed you with a job and an income and or done so for your spouse, it would be foolish to be foolish with God's blessings. Get on a budget and spend wisely. Constantly going out to eat, going to Starbucks or Sonic or Dunkin', pick your poison. But then not making a budget is a huge problem for many Christians. They spend, 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 and the money trickles away, and then they can't pay their bills or tithe or give to the work of the Lord. It takes big self-discipline to be a fiscally wise person. I personally speak from the voice of the school of hard knocks. My husband and I were very spendy in our 20s. We thought we were living on a budget, but we weren't. We learned the hard way that we had to be disciplined. An assistant pastor at my church gave me the Money Makeover book by Dave Ramsey. I read it and I took many of the principles in the book and applied them in our own financial life. I started an Excel spreadsheet and tracked every one of our expenses and planned for all the upcoming ones. Soon I realized we weren't living paycheck to paycheck anymore and my stress level went down. That was almost 15 years ago and it has paid off. We have worked extremely hard to get our financial lives together. We now have no debt. We have a savings for emergencies. God has blessed us greatly, but it took hard work, discipline, self-denial, and a lot of prayer. Be smart with your money and the things God's blessed you with. If you struggle, don't be too proud to ask for help so you can learn how to be smart with your money. Find someone to help you who has a fiscally sound life. Don't ask people living paycheck to paycheck, obviously. I promise you'll be glad that you got the help and advice that you needed. Number four, make time for your health. I told the story of my health struggles in a previous episode. To make a long story short, I didn't make time for my health until my health came crashing down around me. In the two years since that crisis, I've learned that we must be wise with our health if we ever want to do all we need and want to do for God. Now, this is not a health podcast, but I think it would be good to mention that your health and your body is given from God. Just like we must make a conscious effort to attend to our spiritual health, I believe God wants us to take care of the bodies he's given us in which to serve him. Eating good, taking vitamins, and getting physical exercise is important. 
get enough sleep. As a night owl, this is a really tough one for me and I'm trying to do better so I can get more done when I'm awake. I can give you some health tips, but this is not the podcast for that. I will say, take care of the body God's given you. If you have health issues, make time to do the needed work to get as healthy as possible. Never, ever, ever fall into the trap of using your health as an excuse to not live for God. This is such a dangerous mindset. I've seen Christians use their health as the reason to not go to church, but they go shopping and they'll go out to eat and they'll do other activities on a regular basis. This is scary because not only are they lying to themselves, but worse to others and to God. I wouldn't want to lose God's blessings on me and especially my family because of using health as a reason to be unfaithful to biblical commands. For those of you that are still with me, yes, this is a strong one again this week. Our next tip is number five, manage time wisely. I read a book many years ago called Getting Things Done. I actually bought it a couple years ago and I try to reread it at least once a year. While I've never been diagnosed, I do feel like I have some slight ADD tendencies and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I just have to work at using them for good. One thing I struggle with is feeling overwhelmed with the work, procrastinating until the last minute if it seems too daunting, and then panic working to get it done before the deadline. I have to make lists and make myself be organized when it comes to work-related things. If I don't, I set myself up for late nights of utter panic. (laughs) This book is excellent if you wanna work on your productivity and time management. I have a great friend who is a time management wizard. She has everything in half hour increments in her phone calendar and sticks to her schedule like glue. While I wish I could be like this, I have to do what works for me and I have to find the ways through trial and error for me of how to get things done. Now, I'm gonna confess something else. I had to really cut back on social media time because it was a massive time waster for me. I didn't wanna profess to everyone that I was so busy. And then I find myself opening my phone many, many, many times a day just to check social media. I have to work on this all the time because I love to read and I love to research, so it just can become a black hole for me. Sit down and do an inventory of where your time goes. I promise you'll be shocked at how much is unaccounted for. There is time for what you want to do and what you need to do when you make time for it. Now, I don't profess to be an expert on this. I am a work in progress, but I know if I can struggle with it, I'm sure some of you do also. When we spend our time wisely, we're using those days, hours, and minutes that God's given us in a purposeful way. And certainly God will bless us because of it. Okay, next on our list, is number six, don't make excuses. If we get onto our kids for this, but aren't we often just as bad? When we make excuses, we put a roadblock in our path to growth. We can never grow if we use excuses. A person who always has an excuse is a person who lives in self-denial of their own shortcomings. Because of this, they'll never be humble enough to face those shortcomings so that they can improve on the areas where they're lacking. No employer wants an employee who just delves out excuses for not getting the work done. The employee can only say so many times that he had car trouble or the internet was down or I had some stuff come up before the employer is like, all right, you're fired. (laughs) My fourth grade teacher was giving a devotion one morning at the beginning of our class and told us this, a person who always has excuses is a person who's comfortable with lying. Not only that, they are comfortable lying to themselves, which is the worst of all. 
Looking back, that was a little deep for nine-year-olds, but Mrs. Anderson was not wrong. George Washington Carver said, 95% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. Before giving an excuse, think. Could I have done it better to make sure the work got done? Done better to get to church? Done better to be faithful to my ministry? Done better to help others grow in my area of service? Done better to be where I needed to be when I needed to be there? Insert your own personal excuse scenario there. <laughs> to become better ladies, we must put our excuses aside in order to face where we need to grow and to improve in the lacking areas of our life. Last one for today, number seven, take action to improve. Throughout these tips, I've hinted at ways to specifically improve these areas of our lives, but they will never be improvement if we don't take action. For instance, Anyone can want to be healthy and to fit into their skinny clothes, but if they keep eating like they've always eaten, it's never going to happen. We must take intentional action and make the changes necessary to change. Want to lose weight? Change what you eat. Want to be more faithful to church? Get up and go no matter what. Want to be a more present mom? Turn your phone off and spend time with your kids. Want to grow in your marriage? Spend more time with your spouse doing things you enjoy together. Do you want to grow closer to the Lord? Read your Bible and look to get something out of it. Do you want to be a better soul winner? Go soul winning as often as possible and with another good soul winner. Want to fix your finances? Stop spending money on unnecessary things. Learn to live on a budget strictly and seek financial counsel from an expert and apply the learned principles. I could go on and on here. We can want all day to be better, but it will only happen when we do what it takes to be better. Living life on autopilot will just result in every day, every success, every defeat being quite similar to the day before. Growth never happens in comfort and ease. There must be intentional effort and that effort might be tough. Actually, it probably will be tough, but imagine how you'll grow. It's been said, change is inevitable, but growth is intentional. One of the oldest living trees on earth is located in the Inyo National Forest in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Its exact location is kept secret by the Forest Service to preserve it from vandalism. The tree's name is Methuselah, and rightly so, because it's been estimated to be over 4,850 years old. This bristlecone pine is, in fact, considered to be the oldest living thing on earth. There's some debate out there about this, but I wanted to tell you about Methuselah to tell you this. This tree grows at over 9,000 feet elevation above the tree line in an unforgiving climate where few growing things can live. It withstands harsh, bitter cold winters, hot, dry summers, yet it endures. It still flourishes year round as all conifer trees do, making pine cones full of seeds to grow more bristlecone trees. Regardless of the harsh, unwelcoming conditions of the world around it, it grows, albeit slowly, but it grows. Circumstances don't hold it back from what it's meant to do. It just does what God created it for, growing and making pine cones in spite of the difficulty of the world around it. I know I want to live a life that honors God. I want to be the best wife, mother, Christian, and friend that God can make me to be. I don't want to waste the blessings God's given me. I'm no expert at this. It's a constant maintenance and a reevaluating to see where improvements can be made. 
It takes some humility to see myself for real, not my ego-filtered self, and make the needed changes along the way. This year, we can all be a better version of who God intended us to be if we're willing to make the intentional changes with humility so that we can grow and flourish, allowing God to do a work in us as we serve him with our whole hearts every single day. If you enjoyed this episode of the Abundant Living Podcast, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. Please rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. For more helpful content, be sure to check out our website, ChristianLadiesFellowship.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you're leaving with some great things that will help you to live more for the Lord, make amazing Christian friends, and serve the Savior every day. Let's go show the world just how abundant the Christian life can be. Until next time.